listening to the TLC Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Tyler, Landon, and Caleb. That's what she said. I said that directly into the mic. Low and quiet. And you were keeping it in. Kind of raspy. I wonder if people like that. No fanfic, please. Oh, please, 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 no. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Talk to Jordan today. Jordan. Jordan Han. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha. Pity joke. Pity laugh. Anybody? Thanks. Jordan. (laughs) I don't get it. I thought maybe I would if I totally got it. What? You said Jordan Foot. I said Jordan Hand. Oh. Oh. All right. Well, well, that's why you I don't know why you laughs. didn't get it, but uh, that was a pretty, pretty straight line. <laughs> Where were you going it. with that? It was, it was just. I, were think, you I waiting? think that was were you it. Expecting I think. me I think, to say Jordan Foot? I think you did say Jordan Foot. That's why I said no, Jordan Hand. I know, but you said I talked to Jordan today. I did. And I, I asked if it was Jordan Foot, and, and you said made Jordan a joke. I know. I was asking <laughs> if you had expected is, somebody to say Jordan Foot. This is a, if you actually spoke to a Jordan. I spoke to Jordan. This is a, this is a married person's fight. This is so dumb. <laughs> so, so this is what so, I deal with every so, day. So, so, <laughs> so, Caleb, did you or did you not speak to I Jordan just said Foot? Yes. Okay. So who? Jordan well, whom? What, what? What did you talk? What did you talk what, to Jordan? What, what, what did about? you speak with the I, man about? <laughs> I told him. Uh, well, there was this thing on Twitter, and I asked him about, and it ended up being a joke. And then I had told him that we need to get on, get him on the pod soon. He said definitely. And great then, story. Well, right, the, I like well. the last part. <laughs> it's a great story. It's on bye week, I would like to. <laughs> what, what, what was the end? What was the end? Well, I, we agreed on a topic. About oh. uh, defensive personnel choices. Oh, that's cool. That's, that's That'd be interesting. Be interesting. I'd love to have Jordan on. To Jordan, you definitely, you probably don't listen. Maybe you do. Maybe you do listen to this, and thank you. But I don't think you do, because you want to have like. And you're also busy. This you're doesn't make so you're busy. Very, you're this so doesn't make busy. the cut, right? <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't know. Maybe it does. I don't care. I was the editor, so we'll find out. Yolo, man. Um, welcome to the, the TLCFP. I'm Landon. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at field underscore Lando. I'm Caleb Derlin. You can find me on Twitter at cderlin53. I'm Tyler Svitnaya. You can find me at underscore suavage underscore. Find the show on Twitter at TLCFP. The Chiefs, everybody. Are they back? I think so. The Chiefs absolutely wreck the Las Vegas Raiders. 41 to 14 in the Death Star Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. We're not the only ones to wreck them, by the way. They've just wrecked themselves. Well, that's also, yeah. No, no, yeah. <laughs> it just came out to fruition. The embodiment of their wreckness happened uh, in this game. Chiefs, big. Patrick Mahomes returns to, returns to form. Uh, 35 of 50 for 406 yards and five touchdowns. What what a performance from him. He did miss a couple deep shots, but I don't care when you complete all but 15 of 50 throws. I'll be, the, I'll I mean, the bright side, he completed a deep shot, which we haven't seen almost all season. It's true. I, I'll say, like, most games that we've seen over the last couple of years, like, he's typically made a few more of those big plays, yeah. but he missed as many last night as what he pro- probably usually misses in most games. Yeah. yeah. I mean, those are he, hard he throws just, to We make. just haven't had the glaring issues that we've had previous to this game. He yes. hit what was there, what they gave him. He and was that, tactical. That's a big, big step. 
He was tactical. Is how I would how I would say it. And and big credit to the receivers. They had a ton of yards after catch. But yep. that's also due to Mahomes taking what the defense is giving them. Mm-hmm. He's taking open looks. He's taking open receivers, and, and they're getting a lot of yards after those balls are completed. It was a very refreshing performance. What stood out most to you, Tyler, in in a game that was a blowout win for the Chiefs? Um, we eliminated all the mistakes. Mike Hughes. <coughs> Mike Hughes. <coughs> no, you're right though. Mostly. I, I mean, if it takes, if if it's now to special teams, and that's the one place that like the issues are going to that are on special teams, I'll live with it because our sure. special teams are rarely ever on the field. Right. No, I totally, I totally agree. Yeah. It did feel like a really clean game. It fe- there was very minimal penalties. I think there was three called on the Chiefs. Um, it wasn't many. It, it was not many. Less than five. Um, there was the one turnover by Mike Hughes uh, on the punt. That's fine. I'll, ta- I'll take it. It wasn't given up by the offense. That's mm-hmm. that's a massive. So in two weeks, we've had zero, zero turnovers on the offensive side. Minimize the penalties from the New York game. It's it's been fantastic. That's the a, number one thing a, that stepped stepped out to me. It was a super clean game. You you clean. You, that's where you start. You start. You can't say, "Oh, we're going to start by Patrick throwing 500 yards." Right. You got to start by making the little things happen. If yep. you make the little things happen, then you could build on that, and that's how we got to today, as we were mistake-free for multiple games. And it felt especially clean in contrast to the Raiders, who played an absolutely gross oh game. Oh, it was terrible. Um, I wanted to throw up. I felt nauseous the entire game if I was a Raiders fan. I say, if, 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 <laughs> if it were any other team other than the Raiders, I might have felt a tinge bad, but it was the Raiders. No, so no, yeah. this year I felt bad for the Raiders. Yeah, Most of it is mean, actually it was, not their fault. Really, yeah. it was it's, a bad I have to feel bad for them, but I just I just saw this. Derek Carr was their leading rusher, three carries, eighteen yards. I know Josh I Jacobs I knew that. did nothing Josh, for my fantasy uh, team. So. Josh Jacobs had what, like two point five yards uh, a carry? Take 2. a look 6? at their box score now. He, he had less than three uh, yards. He had a seven carry. carries for sixteen yards. Kenyon Drake had four carries for sixteen yards. Yep. Derek Carr had three carries for eighteen yards. <laughs> Man, that quote unquote leading rusher. The D line, <laughs> the D line deserves a whole lot of credit for this game. I mean, three. I mean, we we I, held them to under what? What is that? Under fifty? That's uh, exactly fifty. 50 that is right, exactly. right at fifty, 50 yards. yards. I want to before you go too much further. I, I, you're right in the defensive line shout out. Shout out to F and Mark Ingram. Oh yeah, Melvin. 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 But Mark, whatever. I think you, you called him changed. Marcus last week. Yeah, so. I'll, yes. I'll call him a, a few things. <laughs> <laughs> his, his, by his right name isn't one of them, but I love you. But like, no, but shout out defense. to him before yeah. we get to the rest of the D-line because he's Melvin. the one who's who's making this D-line work better by being able to move uh, uh, CJ inside. He looks yes. like the last infinity, infinity Stone at the moment. Hey, look at you, a movie reference. Yeah. Wow. Caleb. I didn't watch that movie. The most popular but. movie you could have ever referenced, but you got there. <laughs> My God. Yes. No, but, I mean, since he's been around, the team has played great. And the defense, yeah. The defense has looked really I mean, good with Melvin I Ingram. Think, and I said it before, I think the defense playing good is going to make the offense play amazing. And we're playing complimentary football right now. Uh, we'll not talk about the special teams because they still suck. But... 
Offenses, defense are are playing complimentary football, and they certainly it, did it's beautiful. Game. It's so beautiful. Jaron Reed got a sack, guys. Jaron Reed. We Jaren heard Reed. his freaking name. It might be like week ten. He's been doing but, the little things right. He's been plugging holes. He's been taking blockers away from getting to the secondary. So his name's not yep. going to get called a whole lot. That's what a D lineman's supposed to do. Yep. Right. Not Chris Jones get a sack. You know, as he's had. We've been, he right. had been. We've been a little spoiled with Chris Jones, and we really and, have. I mean, even Derek Naughty uh, has made a Derek, lot of. Dude, Derek Naughty that, this that you don't, year has been fantastic. He's made a lot of plays that you don't typically ask of a defensive tackle. But, you know, the, so like, like I've been saying, their main job is to take off blockers. Play we've been a little spoiled with defensive and tackles. And he's starting to feel the rhythm. I think it's getting help with CJ moving inside. He's starting yeah. to become the player that we expected him to be. Boy, when you move when you move the best player on your defense to his actual position, it kind of helps. Like everything think. starts yeah. to click together. We just, needed, we just needed somebody else on the edge. It's Frank Clark, man. Playing well. Frank Clark is just playing absolutely outstanding. Playing really well. We did end up with two sacks on the night, five total QB hits. Can't tell you how many hurries because Derek Carr Derek was Carr unsettled the entire night. Arm punted a couple balls. <laughs> it was bad. Bad, bad, bad. Uh, Armani Watts actually led the team in total tackles. Really? Wow. In uh, solo didn't, tackles. Didn't have that on my bingo yeah, card. Ridiculous, right? Guess who led the team in solo tackles? Uh, mm. Nick Bolton. No. Willie Gay. No. Hmm. It's your boy. Patrick Mahomes. Legereus Sneed. Huh. He did, especially early in the game, he had a couple big open field LJ, tackles. He's, he was really so good. I don't know if he I know another down. cornerback that likes to tackle and be as physical as he is in this current in this current day and age or era of football, because uh, obviously in previous previous eras and generations there was ob- you had your corners and whatnot, but like this this guy likes to play a physical brand of football on the on the outside. Was, he's jamming receivers right off the line. He's getting the hands. He's being tough, and he likes to tackle. I don't know of any other corners that really like to tackle like that. I was watching his tackling form really closely this game, and I don't know if I've ever seen another player get to the ball as fast and still be able to break down and make a clean tackle as well as Darius Neal. It's not fancy. It's, so it's not like a hard hit. He just wraps him up, gets him to the ground. You don't get any more yard. Like it, the best thing that that a, somebody who's carrying the ball will do against him is go sideways. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of guys will break down and sit there and wait for the runner to get to them. LJ Sneed is running like sprinting to like two yards in front of him, breaking down and then getting that tackle. Which is perfect because it's the, so good. The Chiefs do one of two things. It's either that way you described, they'll sit and wait too long, or they won't break down at all and they'll just overrun yep. tackles. Yeah, Dan Sorn especially. Like Dan Sorn has made a profession out of doing can exactly you say the that. example of the first player that you described because I have I had that in mind, Dan Sorensen, the guy who just runs by and the guy who breaks down Hitchens. and just waits. Yep. Uh, Hitchens does Those it a lot. Two players. It just waits the other the sit, other corners will do heels. it some. But it's also corners. You don't ask yeah. them to tackle more. Oh, sure. Hitchens is a middle linebacker. He should be the <laughs> yeah, best tackler on the is, team. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh Nick Bolton is the best tackler on the team though. He well, is. He did know. he did it with tackler. tackler. Okay. I can't say LJ Sneed's better than Bolton at tackle. Sneed is for a he's corner, he, he, is a, he is a really good tackler. He yes. may be the best tackling corner in the league. 
He's good. Oh, I'd have well. to watch other corners more closely to, to say that, but he is the best co- tackling corner on the Chiefs by a lot. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, the defense, they, they did play really well. They did force Derek oh, Carr. I wouldn't say by a lot. Fenton is pretty good, too. But That's true. Fenton does, especially has his moments. Fenton's also yeah, really ranked number one in PFF. I, I think that's a, <laughs> probably not where he actually is, but I'll take it. Speaking of Fenton making good plays, he had the punch out of Deshaun Jackson. Um, what was Deshaun Jackson doing? He was... I, he was bringing balance to the force. <laughs> yeah. That was another weird. movie another, reference. <laughs> at least I know you've seen like five Star Wars movies. Yes. So, um, at least I've seen a few. Yeah, that was. I think that one looked weirder than it really ended up being because it looks like Deshaun Jackson should have just kept running straight, and he probably should have just kept running straight. But he did have Rashad Fenton come to the side of him, and I think just the way that play happened, yeah. he was trying to cut away, and it just looked really strange. It, and it did look – it looked, looked odd. It looked terrible. wild. But I I don't think it was as think horrible he, a, a decision as some people are making it out I to be. I think he was deciding that if he ran straight, he was probably going to get ankle tackled, so he wanted to make him miss so that he could get the touchdown, and then in turn, it just looked stupid because Rashad Fenton punched out a right. ball that yeah. looked like it could be a touchdown. Yeah, exactly. Because it should have been. Because it, it could have been, if it for was sure. a tackle, it would have been an ankle tackle. Um, right. So I think Deshaun was just trying to guarantee a touchdown. Uh, and I think you'd much, run straight you'd much rather force a guy to make an ankle tackle than than do what he did. Yeah, for sure. Well, in hindsight, yeah, he fumbled and gave us the ball. Um, and if D. Rob was the guy that caught that ball, we probably would have seen the same thing. He probably wouldn't have fumbled, but we would have seen him try to make that stupid play, and we'd be so well, mad. So. If it was D. Rob, he would have tried to take like three steps backwards first, and then go left, I mean, and then and then what, go forward. What D. Jax was trying to do, yeah, and a little just bit fumbled actually. before he could do that. A so. little bit. Uh, weird play. I'll take it though. Another turnover yeah. for the Chiefs. Yeah, like I said, D. Jax is going to be a non-factor. And then Travis Kelsey. We'll move to the offense here. Travis Kelsey, that man's got a swagger back, boys. Eight for 119. We had two 100-yard receivers. And neither of them were Tyree Kill. Now, one of them wasn't running back. Neither. What? Now, yeah. Tyree Kill did have seven catches for 83 yards. He probably should have two had t- Two touchdowns. Two tutties. Probably should have had, like, if those two touchdowns were not, like, three-yard out routes. Right. He he would have broke those off for like another fifteen yards, so he would. Sure, but Damien, I'm 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 very happy, and also very skeptical and a little upset about Damien Williams' nine catch, nine receptions, nine targets, one hundred and one yards. Number one, you couldn't have made a catch that hit you in the face mask for a touchdown in the Super Bowl, (laughs) but you could leap up leapfrog a dude you can take a really bad decision of a throw and make it like a sports center top 10 highlight uh, 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 top five yeah top five highlight that that throw and catch was absolutely ridiculous it should have been an interception oh yeah, yeah it was a bad decision <laughs> it was a bad decision because also when you watch the replay demarcus and i know it's demarcus robinson but he's pretty open if, if pat For opens sure. his hips and throws it back across the other way across the field well when which D-Rob gets the ball lot. he just runs it back to the line of scrimmage <laughs> I think the thing that I'm most frustrated about, and it doesn't have anything to do with Daryl Williams. I'm very excited that he had the game that he had running and, well, it was, he did, really didn't even do anything rushing. He almost had four yards a carry, but um, he caught, he had more targets and caught more passes in this one game against Vegas than Clyde had in targets 
through the first five games of the season before he got injured. I'm extremely excited to have Clyde back. I'm excited to have Clyde back, and maybe this is just, just like we talked about over the last three weeks. I think we've all been primarily right about what we needed to do moving forward. That was forcing the underhand throws to make sure that Pat was like, okay, let's look at all of our reads before we try and throw the deep ball. Um, and so maybe he's going to be looking at Clyde more when he comes back, but... Maybe Clyde doesn't have a job when he comes back. He's going to continue to I mean, days. if I'm being honest, I don't know if I want to add or subtract anything from what's happening right now on offense or defense because I'm I scared it's going to break it. I always <laughs> want to add. I don't think it'll break it. Unless it's Odell, which is well, a, a subtraction by addition. As long as it's not Odell. I don't mind adding. Part of the reasons. fumbling problem that has since been a little bit contained was Clyde, so... I, I don't know. Like I'm I'm twice. I'm scared. He fumbles. One of them was a freak fumble in five weeks. Yeah, which is more yeah, than one of them was has. a freak fumble. So you have I one. I am just fumble saying that was your fault. I don't. I am skeptical of adding another wrinkle to this offense because we finally just got back on track. I think I get what you're saying, Tyler, because it definitely feels like that's what we were calling a lot more of from Clyde. Is like. Throw them the ball like they didn't. They ran so few screen passes last season as well, and yeah. then they came in this year and really didn't do any either. Well, we thought last year it's because you we know just how many didn't screen need passes it. we right. ran yesterday or uh, on Sunday night, like nine. Yeah, legit. We, we had over five. I, I'm pretty sure it's somewhere in the range of nine. We ran three in three consecutive plays. We're in two Travis Kelsey screens and then another wide receiver screen on the same side of the field. All three on the right side of the field. It was actually, it was two Travis Kelsey screens and a running back screen. Literally three plays in a row. Only Andy Reid can get away with that when you haven't run screens the entire season. Yes. Also, like there was a giant change in, in play calling. And I'm wondering if there was a, like, a a person well so i called it out a lot of people have called it out on facebook and on twitter do you guys remember seeing eb on the field on sunday i i don't Uh, actually i i don't remember like i felt like he was there but i didn't they usually show him and i don't remember seeing him i don't remember seeing him now that doesn't mean that he wasn't there right but every time they showed the offense on the field and then looked at Andy Reid, like usually they'll look over at who the play caller is. Maybe we'll Andy Reid was clearly the play caller versus the Raiders this week. Oh, yeah. I don't really care what anybody says. I think Andy Reid always calls the plays I against think everybody. he has either an oversight. At, at, the, at the bare minimum, he has an oversight. And he knows what play is being called every single time and can audible out of it if Some, he wants to. Something that I kind of thought of and I was kind of wondering, but what if what if Andy Reid kind of gave enemy play calling to add to his his resume to try and get him a head coaching job? That was that Debate. was my thought process because I was thinking seeing about seeing how this Sunday went. I was thinking about that, and then I was like, "Well, this definitely doesn't help that." If, no, if that not is at the all. case. No, I mean that's basically what Andy Reid seemed to do for like Matt Nagy and Doug Peterson mm-hmm. was in in the end of the year and in the playoff stretches, give yeah. them play calling duties uh, for at least a stretch. So I'm wondering if that's what happened. If so, that's probably a really bad look for Eric Bieniemy right now. Yeah, it's not great. Another um, thing though, concerning the play calling, there's a lot more motion in the backfield, and there's a lot more. More of the the fake jet sweeps, yep. where Pat would hold the ball. There was a couple of those like double, like a fake across like the front, a fake in the back. Which three, four years, which is so why where I'm the like, hell did all of that go? Because there was yeah. none of it. Which is why I think there was. I, I feel like there's got to be like. There was a whole other person playing the call. It, it, it just feels whole, like it was a whole like different entire, playbook. Yes, 
It yeah. looks like a whole different scheme. It is a whole different scheme. It felt like 18 and 19 scheme. And 20, they mixed it with a heavier dose of just vanilla. And this year had been largely just straight up ball for for large Like The vanilla that we got last year also was like in the beginning of the season, like when we were winning games. So I think that was also kind of the plan going into this year potentially was Mm -hmm. vanilla at the beginning of the season. We'll see how it plays out. It's like, oh, crap, we have to abandon that playbook much quicker than we did last year because of that. If... If the defense is going to disguise their defense, then disguise the offense. Yeah. Run guys back and forth. If they're in man, you're going to figure that out real quick with Tyreek Hill's running across the field. I miss the days of Tyreek Hill running like 37 yards in the backfield before the snap. Um, those were I'm fun. sure he doesn't. Uh, no, I don't think he does at all. <laughs> he hates that. No, he's probably enjoying his, his good knees and ankles and stuff, at least more so. Yeah, but like just that kind of stuff, though. The pre-snap motion, uh, more of, of the fakes, misdirection. It felt like it wasn't there. And then last night, or not last night, last game, uh, it felt like it was back in a, in a big way. It felt like it was back. The screen passes, they actually attempted them. And like some of those like tunnel screens to Travis Kelsey and stuff like that, they were actually calling stuff. Stuff like that at the line of scrimmage a lot more than it felt like they had really in the last like 20 games uh 20 plus games uh across the last two seasons very weird that that was the case but we called it pretty early last year even that like yeah. why is why why does this playbook feel so vanilla they didn't need it last year a lot because they just won this year it felt like they needed it more mm-hmm. especially in the last handful of games and it does feel like they finally have it back any any prevailing thoughts or any any big things uh, like, to take away I want to talk about the offensive line yeah yeah over the last couple of weeks holy calibering Num- number 1 Creed OB. Humphrey OB number 1 Creed Humphrey he's a monster he's the highest now this is oh PFF you guys know how I feel about that I'll say it every time he's looked like the best though he has looked by like the best i when the dude gets to the second level he demolishes a linebacker Trey Smith too as if they look like a corner how do you make a linebacker look like a corner he's he's the highest rated offensive lineman in the league these guys per PFF he's also one of the highest rated offensive players players not offensive linemen players in the league if not the number one rated player in the league for offense Linebackers literally, per- they perfect drills on how to take a hit. Or to move through or while to move somebody's through coming hit. through. Like, yeah. obviously, fill and flow, you're going to the gap. Nick Bolton filled much faster than the, the hole, much faster also, than, uh, than uh, not Hitchens only, did on his own hole. Not, that was amazing. Not only how to move through a hit, how to avoid that hit. Yeah. And, and Creed and, just had that guy deer in the headlights. It's every single game. It's yeah. every single game. He gets downfield. He knows how to rub... This is going to sound wrong. He knows how to rub a man off. <laughs> man. Wow. <laughs> you, they tell you, they put, they say, get the forearm out there, whether it's on the left or the right. You rub or you He knows get. how to scrape. No, you scrape on defense. You yeah, yeah. rub yeah. On, on offense. Yep. You rub or you chip. So you yep. rub them off to the next guy. <laughs> and then you also, maybe passing them, them passing off. Pass them so, down, so, chip them off. So the next guy can rub them off. <laughs> I know how to You rub him off to the next guy so he can get manhandled. Maybe that was just my offensive <laughs> line. Uh, I, don't know. I don't know. I think that's every offensive <laughs> line, honestly. 
But you know, he's looking fantastic. You want to talk about Ob? Ob has been OB's great. I think he's only given up one, two QB pressures since. He's making the, an argument uh, for that franchise tag for the Giants game. I think he was unfairly criticized. I obviously I had criticized him a little bit, but knowing how well he could play, I knew where he could come from. And it just takes a little bit of like I guess we we really thought him coming in in the off season, he was going to be able to put the playbook together very very quickly and just hit the ground running. But you don't get those live reps in practice against these all pro well, guys that they're, that they're first, having to play against. First part of the season, Patrick Mahomes. So and the, and the desperate, drop, desperately like, needing to work on his the, drops. There were a lot of bracket, things, the chemistry with presence. the offensive line, pocket presence, yep. you know, making sure that you're setting up your own guys. Uh, I don't uh, think all of success. Obi's issues were self-inflicted. But there's also another guy that doesn't get talked about enough. Wiley. What, Wiley looked fantastic. Wiley looks great. Wiley looked good, but Who it's Joe saying? Tooney. Joe Tooney, yes. He's been really good. Yeah, I mean, we, everybody, the Chiefs, everybody focuses on the rookies. But. He's had 476 pass blocking snaps, tied for most in the league. 476. He's tied for fewest in the NFL in sacks allowed and fewest in the NFL for QB, QB hits. So he's got 476 snaps. How many sacks do you think he's allowed? Zero. I'm going to go, I'm gonna go with one. Caleb's right with zero. Wow. Do you know how many QB hits he's allowed? Zero. I'm going to say zero. Zero. All zero. Of this with a broken hand, and he is I forgot no he longer. broke his hand. He is no too. longer wow. the highest paid guard in the league, so everybody can hop off of his nuts with getting paid $28 million He deserves it. That was my favorite free agency signing. You, you, nobody's talking about him. Enough. We all say, oh, he's the most experienced. He's 28 years old. He's now getting paid less than two guys who just got paid by the Browns and admittedly got Baker Mayfield murdered this past week. Yep. Joe Tooney's an animal. And just, Man, that interior thing. Oh, my God. I, I have no idea. I don't have words for this. We've got three guys who are probably going to end up on the all-pro list, two of them being rookies, whether it's first team or second team, yep. and all three of them will make the Pro Bowl list whether we make it to the, you know, whether they actually get to go or not. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a little hot take out there probably. Um, this is all on potential, but the I think this line – if we keep them together, um, we have them for five years minus yeah. OB. Yeah, I know. I, I'm talking like extended after how? What, for sure. What do we yeah, have? Yeah, them? Yeah. Like three years. I'm I'm including OB. If we can what keep we, them together, we have them for three. No, we have outside we, of OB. We have them for five years. If we can get OB back, uh, no, four years. Sorry, if we can get OB back and keep them for three to four years, this O O line has the potential. To go down with the '90s Cowboys, the potential. I wouldn't disagree. I think that's the ceiling. I think. I think Obviously, right that now. Is the I think right now what we're looking at. I don't know if people will recognize it as the same because of Emmett Smith behind that line. We'd have. To we're look not going to run like this, that. We're never going to run like that. To, you've got to compare eras. This is now the yeah. passing era. Yeah. How clean can we keep Pat? Though it'll be hard to compare them because one was a running. Era and I don't uh, think we're, it'd be we're, that offensive lines are much easier to compare. They over, are over eras, but, but we're also going to be comparing 40, 35 to forty passing attempts a game versus thirty to forty rushing attempts a game. So it's it's a little it's different. easier to it's easier to run block than it is to pass block. That's true, but uh, 
out of 476 pass blocking attempts, I guarantee you they anybody on that 90s Cowboys offensive line would have let up multiple QB hits and multiple sacks just because Especially you can pass, just because it, like pass blocking and run blocking is totally different. Yes, and Troy Aikman, he's going he's going to get to see this week Patrick Mahomes complete 88% of his touchdowns. Is he on the call? He's on the call for this uh, one. Oh, it's Cowboys. And it's Cowboys. Patrick Mahomes needs six touchdowns this week. I want seven. Six touchdowns. I want eight. <laughs> for Troy Aikman to see Patrick Mahomes throw 88% of his touchdowns in his career. In, in four in seasons, not five. even. Five. I want eight touchdowns. I, I want eight touchdowns. I'll settle for six. I want I want him <laughs> no to break, less. I want him to break the single Blow I want him to break but not five. I will not settle for five. I want him to break the yards and the touchdown record against the Cowboys let's with go, Aikman calling the game. Let's just call it six hundred yards and seven touchdowns. That seems fair. Eight, I, think, I think that's fair. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, another cool stat for Patrick Mahomes. With a four hundred yard five, with a four hundred yard and five uh, touchdown game, he uh, now ties the NFL record for most four hundred plus yard and five touchdown games with three, and he has played now his third and a half season. Wasn't it like uh, Manning, Moreno, Moreno, and like Breeze? I think think, Joe Montana. I think those are three. Montana, Montana, I think, might have been in there as well. There was only three. It was Montana, Moreno, and Peyton Manning. Yeah. Now, uh, Patrick Mahomes. And now Patrick Mahomes, and he's done it in three and a half seasons playing. You know, yep. you know, there's there's one quarterback who just hit that for their first time this season. Tom Brady. TB. That's true. The first time this season. Yeah. He couldn't throw for 500 yards for, or I guess that's four. Four. Uh, well, he can throw for 400 yards whenever. 405 touchdowns. Well, with the is, receivers that he has, I would hope that yeah. he can throw for 400 yards. I guess when he was in day. New England, that's that was probably pretty hard for him, actually. The four touchdowns, probably not so much. They had nobody who could streak down the field except for Randy Moss. That was the craziest year that he had. Yeah, and that was the 5,050 year. You can't believe he didn't do it that year. Not one time. Well, no, it's for three times because it tied the it tied the NFL. I know, but he just said he. Oh, that's right. That was his first time in his career. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that is that is strange. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't get one. Of course, I mean, Randy Moss didn't have any 400 yard receiving games, so. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say because that's the only guy he could throw to. Nobody else. (laughs) I don't even think Wes Welker had emerged at that time. No, I'm trying to think who who have been the other like good receivers on that team. Good. Hmm. Other receivers, <laughs> 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 who also w- played receiver on those teams. Is Dion Branch around yet? That, that's the guy uh, I think. Yeah, Dion Branch. Dion, I think it was Branch. Branch wasn't bad. No, Branch was, was all right. He was. I think he was old when he got there. Man, I yeah, I don't know. I think that's probably it. Yeah, that's that's interesting though. Um, is that about it for uh, for Chiefs Raiders? We'll talk about uh, the rest. It was, it was rest just of the a fantastic game. Such a fun game to watch. I, I called it. I said you it. Did. Let it be known. The Raiders are garbage, and it's a poverty organization, and it will never change. <laughs> and that's exactly why I said it was going to be our breakout game. All right, we're going to talk about the rest of week 10. One more thing. One more thing. Did you see Armani Watts' tweet? Mm-hmm. He said, don't need a victory lap on the next Yes, yes I, I did, did see that. that. That was beautiful. Wonderful. Yes. Right. Beautiful. Incredible. Well, and that's because we own the stadium, because there is a yeah. Kansas City Chiefs flag <laughs> Built into the stadium, and we haven't lost there. We have yet to lose. Yeah, two and zero. Arrowhead West. So uh, there, there is a the stripper poles at the end of. Now they can't use it because currently COVID. But when ah. it comes back, <laughs> I, I I say throw a party 
for all the Chiefs after another win there. <laughs> Whenever that Yo, comes back. Is that accessible from the end zone? That is the cesspool at the end of one of the end zones. Is it accessible from the field? Yes, it is. The Travis Kelsey, you know what to do. <laughs> Next year, <laughs> yo, I'm trying to see yo. touchdown celebration. <laughs> Let's go. Yes, no. You're getting totally suspended and fined, but oh my gosh, that would be beautiful. That's fine. <laughs> Putting boobs on CBS at 1:30 in the afternoon. Do the Randy. So it's, it's, it's also yes, it is. That's fine. He it's could recreate yeah. the Randy Moss with a real pull. Uh, he very, very well <laughs> Somebody throw popcorn to him too. Let's just get all oh, of them. Oh man! Give him a cell phone, please. Someone get your popcorn ready. Uh, well, we did have a pretty solid week ten, but we have to talk about the worst game first, and it the was worst the, it, it was the tie. <laughs> the Lions and Steelers played oh, it. Was it the worst a, game? The Lions. It was. It was a gross game. The Lions cut the kicker. They cut him. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Uh, 16 well, that was 16. Backup kicker, to be fair, he wasn't actually a kicker. They that yeah. They still cut him and at, and at, and signed two kickers. This they, week. they did, <laughs> but that's <laughs> but that's also because uh, who was their kicker uh, previous to this season? Or uh, uh, it was um, it was really good. Matt Prater. Yeah, I think it was, it was the ex, it was the ex Denver kicker um, Matt Matt Prater. More Prater, yeah. I don't. I don't remember if he was actually on the team this season, uh, but the guy that they have so far, uh, or at least in this game, was not an actual kicker. Hmm. That explains. Uh, it. They Austin Seibert. He was off injured. Is who they had. The oh. guy they they cut today uh, was not actually a, a kicker. Yeah, that'll do it. Huh. Uh, the lines are bad. Why they- would they sign a guy that wasn't a kicker to kick the ball? Uh, yeah, that's, I mean. Detroit. All right. Detroit. Move on. Move on. <laughs> Detroit. I <laughs> uh, just want to say that game was disgusting. Uh, and it, it was. was. And it is a tie. You got to acknowledge the tie. Um, the Dolphins beat the Ravens. If you listen to the short. As I predicted. Um, that is another edition of what's happening in the AFC this year. Um, because the Ravens are supposed to be better than the Dolphins, but they weren't at all on Thursday it was night. A quick turnaround for both teams. Um, one thing to note from the Dolphins Ravens game, the Dolphins brought pressure on over eighty percent of the plays. I believe it was eighty-eight oh percent of the plays. I forgot. Incredible blitzes. Oh wow, Lamar's God. bad. It's not like the dude didn't have any help. His boys were getting locked up. They were wide open for ten yards off the ball. Yeah, and he had somebody in his face and it's ha- like, like literally it's like, he it's touches like somebody the running pump block against face. you. Just throw it to the outside guy. I don't know if he <laughs> <laughs> just throw it. And he he did throw for two hundred. They ran a Madden yards. offense and Lamar Jackson couldn't read it. I'm sorry. I'm not I'm giving sorry, him any. I'm not giving him any leeway on I'm this. I'm not going to give him any leeway on it either, but I also don't know how much more you could do if they're bringing... The, I'm sorry. They're if, doing engaging... If you blitz, every, yeah, if you exactly blitz eight guys saying. every play against Patrick Mahomes, he's going to go for 900 yards. But Lamar Jackson is not Patrick Mahomes. No, no. but... Lamar Jackson lost against a really bad team. But we already that. know that if and you Pat force Lamar for to throw, yards. if you force Lamar to throw, how much is he going to win? Not very much. Maybe never. We've already seen this. We've seen. We talk about it every he's, year, and he's done well in those situations this year. Not with eighty-eight percent pressure. Yeah, <laughs> and it still and doesn't backup, make any and sense. And I'll say this: in a backup offensive line. He's still doing also, this. Also, Le'Veon went three for one yard and then got cut. Yeah. <laughs> Shocker. Le'Veon Bell gets cut. Whoa. Hashtag wash. Just like he bit. put in his bio. Yeah. 
It's he's, true. He's actually correct. He is actually he, right about that. He is washed. Uh, the Buccaneers took an L. Washington gets a 10-point win over Tampa Bay. Such an unlucky game. Did you see some of the interceptions in that game? It was bad. Yeah. Geez, there was a catch that went off a of DB's hand and then directly into Diami Brown's hands yeah. for Washington. Uh, weird game. Very strange. Tom was visibly upset. And, and visibly it. bad. Yeah. Visibly bad. He, w- he was. At first, he ended up turning it around and I playing mean, okay. But 23 for 34, 220, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Yeah. Eh. It wasn't good, especially for Tom's standards, which are much more than Not that. very good. So it was fun to watch Washington get a win. Uh, the Browns. Oh, the Browns. Did you, did you guys say that the Falcons were going to win this week? I can't remember. I don't think so. They no, the not this week. No. They didn't win at all. They didn't. It was 43-3. I think it's safe to say that they are now bad. I know we talked about it in the short. Yeah. We don't really know if they're okay or not. They're the they're Falcons. Okay. They're the Falcons level not of good. Right. Which is also the Falcons level this of bad. This game was 28 to 3 at one point, so <laughs> that was quite that was quite funny. And they, they fold. They, they tweet their their team Twitter we was know, like we know we know. We know. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Uh, and then that didn't play out the way that uh, no, it played yeah. out the last time. Not even close. So is Cam back? Cam, Am I wrong? Cam's not. I have heard reports that Cam is back. Am I wrong? <laughs> I've heard reports from Cam that Cam, Cam is back. Sources, aka Cam Newton, say that Cam Newton is back. I don't think Cam is back. Back. He's he's on the team. He threw and rushed for a touchdown. He did. That was fun. And Two. He, was he got in on the five yard line. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know if you could expect a whole lot from him. I really didn't expect PJ Walker to do a lot. I thought he would do better. He did go twenty two for twenty nine. I don't think they really opened the playbook for him. He only he had twenty two completions for just one hundred and sixty seven yards. It, it's kind of sad. I feel really bad for him. I know. I know. That Cam Newton is going to get to start this. I think they said he that. They are, I think they already said they're preparing for him to start they, next week. The man had two touchdowns are. and twenty-two yards. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He he played. I think seven snaps. You know who's had two back touchdowns. on that team though? Christian McCaffrey. Good. Thirteen I'm, carries, ninety-five yards, ten receptions for sixty-six. And I'm fixing to win a fantasy title with that man. I mean, that's just how. That barring he doesn't go out from injury from over usage because of right. where he's currently at in his career, is right. just running yeah. ragged. Yeah, it's also partly because he's really the only super dynamic wep- weapon Carolina's had in his tenure with the Panthers. Yeah. Robbie Anderson and Curtis Samuel and DJ Moore had a good year uh, with Teddy Bridgewater last season and McCaffrey out. But when McCaffrey's in, he is so far away the number one option on that team yeah. oh there, there's no doubt about yeah. it yeah yeah so i hope you're right i hope you're wrong about the over usage i hope they don't overuse him i hope he doesn't get hurt he's because the he's such a, i mean he's just he's been overused i don't know he's if he has to be overused i mean you saw this he had how, how many touches did he have 23 he, he low. 23, in his first game back 23 touches in his first game back uh, like, second game back he was back last week a little barely bit. Barely got any touches. Yeah, he, he was. He didn't play as much. But well, at least they're easing him in. I guess twenty-three touches isn't that much. McCaffrey is the Panthers' Derrick Henry. And yeah, pretty much. Without without That's him, that. we've seen where that offense is, and it's, it's landed so Cam not a job, and then got him a job. Right. Also, right. land their head coach not a job. And then another job. And then another job. And then another job. <laughs> uh, how do we feel about the Cardinals? Is this just like oh, D Hop and this is having this is this is what happens when Colt McCoy out. starts. <laughs> this is having your best players <laughs> out and Colt McCoy's your starting quarterback. Um, we've had in in the three o'clock hour we had two 
AFC West teams take a loss. I did say that the the Vikings were winning this week. Justin I I Herbert, too. What the, char- the hell is going on the with Chargers Justin have, Herbert? Have like, been- we, we haven't talked about this at all, and I think this is something as a Chiefs podcast and fans we need to do. We've got to Let's talk about Justin Herbert. give the answer that everybody else gave the answer to. Is he broken? Patrick Mahomes. He's just broken. He's broken. He's broken the, forever. The, the, league, the league has figured he, him out. He, they figured he's, him out. He's the worst. He's he, like, out, of, is his out reign, of the league in two years. Is his reign over? No. no. He's, he's Justin really Herbert's going to be fine. It's the same slump that Mahomes just went through. But, so what are it's we seeing that are the issues that they're having? Is it just the offensive line is awful? I haven't watched enough of the Chargers. Um, he took two, oh, no, sorry. I haven't yeah, watched. He, took, he still only took two sacks, 20 for 34, buck 95. They're just not converting the first downs, and they're not – they're just not. Push- they don't have a rushing. They're game. They're just not pushing the ball. Their rushing game is is completely out the window. Eckler eleven for forty four. Nobody else touched the ball more than five times. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is with the Chargers. Like I said, I haven't I haven't watched enough of them to have like a super solid guess there. But you know, like like we just saw with the Chiefs, teams go through slumps. Their team, their their defense was on the field for about seventy four snaps. That's a lot of snaps. Yeah, roughly. And they're just going off of the great. tackles made. There's 74 for the ball. Be roughly 74 snaps, if not more. That's a lot of snaps. They did score. Right. Three. It's it's just not. They're just not playing complimentary football, and that's I think that's just how it is. Yeah. In the NFL, especially today, you have to play complimentary football. You got to be good I, on both sides agree. of the ball. Yeah. Defense makes offense, and offense makes defense. A team that doesn't have a good offense and did not play good defense was the Broncos. Another AFC West team <laughs> took a loss to the Eagles. The Eagles blew them out in mile high. Blowout. 30-13. Yeah. to 13. Devontae Smith, four receptions for 66 yards and a pair of tuds. Pretty nice from him. And after that, no offensive production. <laughs> well, actually, they had a really good rushing game. Oh uh, yeah, so yards, per, yards per carry basis. Was I lied. The Eagles I and the Chiefs, yeah, two yeah, teams that I didn't get know to how to utilize yet. a running back outside of their number one. Boston Scott, yeah, I love to see Boston Scott. Is that Jordan Howard? Uh, it is Jordan, Jordan Howard's back. That's Jordan Howard. Uh, Jordan like, Howard just pops up every every so Jordan often. Jordan Howard was like a god tier like, <laughs> oh, fantasy yeah, football amazing. player at one time. Yes, and now he's just randomly getting carries for the Eagles. Are, nope. The Eagles aren't actually good, right? No. 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 I, I mean, the Broncos aren't good. So no, they're not. You can't just beat a bad team and bam, good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I, like, I don't know what to think about the Broncos because everybody was telling me that their defense, their defense, their defense. And I was watching, I was seeing. Like, they showed up for one week. Man, they, like, they blew out the Cowboys. Before that, I don't think they really did. Much. I mean, let's let's take a look at what they've done they took so like far. Four L's in a they row. blew out the Giants. They blew out the Jags. They blew out the Jets. They were five and zero, right? They got no, they were three and zero. Then they got murdered by the Ravens. They got beat by the Steelers. Bad. Defense. Lost by ten to the Raiders. Really bad defense. Lost by three to the Browns. Then they beat Washington by a tud. They murdered the Broncos and then get absolutely destroyed. By the Eagles. You said they got murdered. They murdered the Broncos. Who did they play? Sorry, they, murdered the, uh, they beat Washington by seven. Murdered the Cowboys. Oh yes, yes, yes. And then got murdered by the Eagles. Yeah, the Cowboys. The Cowboys win. I think we can pretty safely say it was just a, a fluke. Was, was I think a fluke. it was a fluke. Which happens because the NFL is is that way sometimes. And also, I just also I don't think Dak Prescott. I don't think Dak Prescott's that consistent. So I don't. I don't. 
He's a good. Yeah, he's a good I, quarterback. I, he's I, really good, but I think he likes lacks consistency. I wouldn't disagree with that. No, I wouldn't. I need to see a little bit more from him. You guys know where Dak sits on my list. Yeah, uh, worst um, quarterback in the NFL. But <laughs> he needs he needs to actually win big games eventually. Yeah. I Which, agree. In his defense, I don't think they've really been in the big games yet. Which so. is also part of the thing with with the Dak Prescott he's era a, Cowboys is like, can they the actually? And, true, yeah. but even before that, like, and it was the same conversation play, largely. Now with they're Tony going Romo. to the playoffs though, so oh, this they're, is they're, the year. yeah, they're going to the playoffs this year for sure. Barring injury, he's going to have to win a big game. The same conversation was had a lot with Tony Romo though. Was he he could put up some stats and he was okay it's at least. Just the Cowboys curse. Maybe just, I that'd be and hilarious. It was solely Tony Romo's fault because the one big game he was gonna win, he botched the freaking field goal. I, snap. I remember seeing that. And the other playoff game he was gonna win was the what is a catch game. Yep. 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 That's sad. Could have been a better ball. Not gonna lie. Well, maybe could have been better refs. He's that he's too. As good of a quarterback. <laughs> could have been a better rule. A uh, color commentator. So, which is means he's the goat tier on both. N- not he's a, a very not good a color shot. commentator because he can't win the big games. He's not a very good color commentator. I I love Tony Romo on, on the games. His, his first year was really good. Now he's just a gimmick. He's just a gadget guy. Oh, he he's is. He's Anthony bit, Thomas. Well, okay. I mean, let's let's not let's not lit, let's not run over people with our buses we're driving. Um, I think to, Tony Romo he is a, he is gimmicky, but I I'm endeared by his his gimmick. As long as he never calls another Chiefs game, I'm fine because then I can just. Well, it's a good thing the AFC never plays on CBS, and it's a good thing the Chiefs are never in the games that Nance and Romo want to call. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Sucks. Damn it. Um. Probably final game. I don't know if we really need to talk about the Rams so much, but the Niners? Are they? What are the Niners? Weird team. Yeah, they. Jimmy G. They're not very I don't good. Understand them? How, how, do, how do you in in this era of football? How do you throw nineteen passes and blow a team out? They are very effective at running the ball. They are. It's Odell Beckham. (laughs) And I will say, like, the Rams' defense is built so that you get bored running the ball. And the Niners' coaching staff... Never gets bored running the ball. Loves running the ball. It's the most exciting... It's it's like waking up on Christmas morning every time they just hand the ball off to one of their 45 different running backs. For 3.4 yards a carry. For 27 (laughs) carries Um, from Elijah Mitchell. Side note, Elijah Mitchell... Uh, just had surgery on a fractured finger, um, so we'll see how that Man. plays out. That might hurt their run game, which will essentially hurt the whole team I, because I've, that is the whole. I don't know if I would go of their team. that far because they still have ninety-five different running backs. They do, but Elijah Mitchell has proven to be the only one that has been affected this season, or the only one that they're willing to use. I mean. Because he's the only one that's been Trace, effective. Get Trey Sermon out there and get Trey him Sermon 20, was terrible. Give him twenty-seven carries. He was terrible. An offensive line, and I'm sure that he can be, get you behind that offensive line at twenty-seven. No, carries. not even a chance. The Rams you get at least seventy. Nope. The Rams have lost back-to-back games to the Titans and Niners. They go at Packers this upcoming week. Then they host the Jags, and then they go at Cardinals. Are they? Are we looking at four out of five losses maybe for Three. the for the Rams? For the Rams, oh, I was going to look at the Niners schedule. The Rams, Packers, Jags, Cardinals. I, honestly, I don't really know because like before this, this team was really, really good. They own, they got blown out by the Titans, and that was kind of it. Now they got blown out by the Cardinals too, but like they beat the Bucks. They they've been playing well. Um, I 
Like this team is kind of up in the air right now. They just lost Robert Woods, who I don't think a lot of people are talking enough about. He's, good receiver. He's really good receiver. Reason, not only a good receiver, he's a very good blocker. I've heard a lot of slander. On the outside. I've heard a lot of slander on Matt uh, Stafford this week. A lot of slander. Lots on Stafford. of slander. And he played awful. He's not. He's thrown what four picks in the last two games. It, it's not been like, pretty. I, I'm like I'm. I've heard from certain people. I can't remember who, but I heard, and I think it was on the radio that he's just a certified loser. <laughs> it was three picks in the last two games. Uh, like, I mean, from his days like, in Detroit, yeah, he lost a lot. Was it his fault? I don't know. Look at those rosters he had, mostly. <laughs> yeah. I, I, but we like we are seeing... But if he loses with this team... The type, nah, of, true. The type of player that he was back in, back in Detroit, he goes for a lot of yardage, and they're winning the games because they have the roster talent to on defense as well. I just, like... I, I don't know what to make of this team right now. I don't know if we need to talk a whole lot into it. It's an yeah. NFL team. They'll figure it out. They lost their number two receiver, which played a larger role in their offense than most people give credit for. Yeah. But I also want to see how this OBJ thing falls out because I, I, I just don't. He's he's had a short-lived prime, man. He had a short-lived prime. And his prime was his first Gurley, three years. It's going to be out. Short-lived prime and a very short temper. Yeah, You're not wrong. The the Niners, on the other hand, are going to play the Jags next week, which you got to feel pretty good so about. That's a win. Got to feel pretty good about it. They, their schedule is I, softer, not easy, but softer. Fairly, I mean, maybe one loss. So they play the Jags, then the Vikings, and then the Seahawks. Got to imagine that they're going to beat the Seahawks with how bad they're playing right now. Obviously, probably a win against Jacksonville in Jacksonville. In Minnesota, who knows? Uh, like, we have no idea what Kirk Cousins is, ava- is able to do. Such a strange team, though. Like, they are a team I could I could see. I don't think they've ever been bad this year, but I don't really think they've ever been good. Like, they've got two... Honestly, they've got two decent team, Three decent teams that they'll play moving forward. You've got the Titans, the Rams, and the Bengals, because I'm not scared of the Seahawks whatsoever. Say they win one of those, and I, it's possible they still make the playoffs. I don't. Think in the, the AFC, in the NFC, I don't think the, the bottom of the right NFC now. is wide open right now. I you tell me that they go. They've got they've got four wins right now. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. They could have nine wins if they lose all three of those games to the Bengals, the Titans, the Rams. They could still win nine games. You're telling me a nine and eight team in the I NFC is making the playoffs. I think they are. I think they're losing those three games and dropping another game. I think an eight-win team could make the playoffs in the NFC. If they do, then could. props to them, but I, I don't think... The only team the that's truly out in the NFC is the Lions. Well, they could win them all. That's, that's, you're 100% right. I mean, eight, eight and one. <laughs> there's three teams the with three wins. Uh, Washington, New York, and Seattle. And the Bears. And the Bears. Sorry. Four now, times. do I think that, that Washington, New York, and the Bears... And really, I would only I think the San Francisco is better than all of them. I would agree. The only reason why I would say the Seahawks like have even a slight chance is because of Russell Wilson. Though I don't really see that happening because their defense is really bad. I mean, I don't trust Jimmy G as contract? much as the next guy. But what, what kind of contract did Russell sign this offseason? He didn't. Is he gone? Is he is he free? I think he's got one year left. I was going to say, there might be some... I think he's got one year left. He signed a four-year... Off-season trade? He's been calling for one. He's been... They said they figured it out, though. Pete Carroll said a lot of that was overblown. Yeah. It's also what you got to say a little bit. After this season, Although his camp is still coming out and saying some stuff about some stuff. He still got hurt this season. 
behind an awful, awful offensive line. His number one, his number one running back is gone. Like it's it's not pretty. But I will I will say for San Francisco's sake, as much as Jimmy G is not a good quarterback, the way the rest of this shapes up, like I think they 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 have a better chance than the other few teams that we've mentioned. Uh, honestly, I think they have a better chance than to, of making it than Philly, even Minnesota. Definitely better than Atlanta, and probably better than Carolina. And I, they may be one of I the better teams to make better. it, and they're awful. I think, I think Minnesota's, Minnesota's better. better. Which we'll is have to weird see. To they say, go head to head in two weeks. Do they? Yeah, yeah. they've got the Jags, and then and then Minnesota. I think they drop them both. <laughs> they, I don't think. I think they're losing to the Jags. I, I don't think that they're a good team. Don't get me wrong. I don't think that they're a good team. We're gonna see somebody from the NFC playing with a losing record in in the in the postseason. It's, it's more the second year in a row. It's yeah. going to happen. It's, it's possible. There's a lot of mediocrity and worse in the NFC. San Francisco Giant, or 49ers may just be that team. And you never know. You never know. They're 4-5, and five, and they still have some talent on that team. They're not bad, but they're not good, I don't think. But that's a lot of teams in the NFC right now. Yeah. Not, maybe not bad, but maybe not good. A lot of teams good. in the NFL in general. Yeah. Man, there's a lot of teams like that in the AFC. Yeah. I, great, I, but not bad. I tend to agree. Not great. Not just everything last thing here on the show super inconsistent <laughs> yes last thing here and i want to bounce back to the chiefs real quick because this, this came to mind and i do want to i want to have the overreaction big big question after one game what happens kind of question chiefs looked really really good against the raiders they seem to are, are they back yes or no patrick mahomes super bowl mvp thank you very much i don't know i think they are I don't. I don't know. I like. I said. I said it last week. You wanted an overreaction. There it is. I did. Yeah. You want an overreaction? I don't know. I can't say it. That's fair. What do you think their final record is right now? I still think our ceiling is. I'll move our ceiling up. The way that we've been playing with the with the yeah, schedule better. we have it left, nine I'm going to move it last up. Time. Ten. Ten. I, I, I think it was <laughs> ten or eleven. It was somewhere in there. I will say our ceiling is is twelve wins. Okay. I'll move our ceiling up to twelve wins. Uh, realistically, as I said, I think I put us at 10 or 11 or 10, 10 wins. I would say we're probably looking at 10 to 10 to 11 wins. We definitely both said eight and nine at one point after the, after the Titans loss as well. And I said 12 and four, which I'm stick by five, five. Same thing. Twelve wins. It's really, really funny when I just. Good lord! I'm never gonna get past it. They should have never changed the schedule. I am still pissed. No, I'm it's just the sti- league that's wrong. I'm still protesting. They're going they only time. play seventeen weeks. I think that the Chiefs' ceiling is thirteen and four, and I think I would pick them to go twelve and five right now. I think I think they are the best. If and again, this is off one game, and I want to see it against the Cowboys. If they continue to, if they figure it out, and they looked like they had figured it out against the Raiders, it's the Raiders, and they're broken. But if they figure it out, they are the best team. Sometimes it just takes a bad team to get you back on track. We thought that bad team would be the Giants, <laughs> we did. and it was but the, it, maybe it, the Raiders. It ended up being partially the Packers, and then the Raiders, and then the, and then definitely <laughs> the Raiders. Anything else? Any, anybody else? Nope. Bueller. Savaya, Derlin, anybody? I, I think I think we could go six and one with our remaining seven games. I think they could win out. I, I will pick them conservatively to go twelve and five. I'll let you guys Roger think Goodell, about make who it, that one losses to. Make it a sixteen game season again. <laughs> the extra game is worthless. Give up the tens of millions that you will make. <laughs> the players don't want it. 
They don't. They don't. Tom Brady came out about it a couple weeks ago too. Mid season. So I think they're gonna go. I think they're gonna go to eighteen and make it a twenty week season and add another buy. That's what that, the end game is. I think that would be crazy. Yeah, I think that's what they'll do. Hey, twenty weeks. Do they zone. like injuries? They like dollar bills. Gosh. That, that would remove all preseason. The games. NFL PA please, should, yeah. Well, we say please, but the, the coaches trying to fill a fifty-three man roster say hell no. Yeah, and the undrafted and, free agents and the undrafted free like honestly, oh. I I hope that's not the case because we should we never have less to, than two. We should never. We should never have less than three. I'll be honest. Four was too much. Three seems perfect. Three honestly. seems to be the perfect move. We can't get rid of those preseason games. I, I, you have to see it from both sides. That's fair. That's fair. I, every, I, I want to. I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but every American sport, I think, has a preseason of some sort. Of some sort, yeah. Every sport. I'm not 100% sure. The only reason I said correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not sure about the MLS. They do. They, they do. do. They I do. Don't it's think, not quite the same, no, but they do. No, every... Uh, they have be, like friendlies, right? All, or something like yeah, that. They, yeah, they the have exhibitions. All major sports have... Now, I'm not including Australian rules, football, yeah. or, or rugby, or cricket. Certainly those, major American sports and major European and then sports. Talk, yeah. Like, all of them have preseasons yeah. for a reason. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I, definitely. I think you still need something. College, for college sure. football has spring ball. Our football college fans, football, I think, is really the only one that does not have exhibition play. Our football of some fans kind. just like extremists. <laughs> we just want no preseason. Screw this. I think it's because well, there's, four was too much, and that was. was and I think that's much. a lot yeah, of it. Is four is a lot. There was a problem. There. I, I think. I think what we're looking at when we look at the fans who are saying no preseason games whatsoever is you're looking at the basic average fan who doesn't really look in depth. And that's probably the majority of fans. It's people who just want to watch the games. Yeah. But even even if you sit down and speak with one of them and, and speak about like, hey, you've got 53 men that you have to make the roster. You've got injured reserve. like You've got practice squad. And you start the season with 90 players – and then on top of that, you got COVID rules and stuff like that. Like it, it's going to start to make sense, and some of those will go yep. out of the way. But I, I think if you sit down with some, like it's it's very easy to understand why there has to be preseason games. But how do we end up on preseason? Caleb wanted Caleb, Caleb wanted games to change games. back. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you want eighteen? I I didn't say I want. It. I think the league's going to do eighteen oh, and add another bye week and have twenty not. weeks. I agree. I don't think that's good. You're gonna have to make legal cocaine for that <laughs> for the players because that's gonna be ridiculous. And Lawrence Taylor's gonna be so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, that will do it for this episode of the TLCFP. I am Landon. You can find me on Twitter at Fields underscore Lando. I am Caleb. You can find me on Twitter at Cedarland53. I'm Tyler Svaitnaya. You can find me at underscore Suavage underscore. Find the show on Twitter at TLCFP. Catch you guys next couple days from now <laughs> um, Friday as, as we preview yes Friday I know when the show comes out um, and I definitely didn't mean to say next week when I started that sentence uh, when we preview Chiefs Cowboys another big one can the Chiefs replicate the success they had against the Raiders against what we think is a, a much better team it's going to be a tough test as Troy Aikman calls a game uh, for Patrick Mahomes playing against his ex-team. That'll be fun as well. A lot. I- I'm sure Josh Briscoe will never tweet about that for sure. Um, Get that man his role. He already checks. did. Oh, I, <laughs> yeah, no one's surprised. No one's surprised. Um, as always, guys, go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Chiefs.
want you to tweet about Aikman Briscoe. Don't don't hear me wrong. He doesn't listen to this. No, he doesn't. Definitely not.